This episode is sponsored by Realtor.com, who wants you to take advantage of your free profile on Realtor.com. By claiming and completing your free profile, adding a photo, and all of the information that puts you head and shoulders above the competition, you're on your way to receiving free leads, helping search engines find you, and staying top of mind with past clients. To learn more about claiming your free profile, go to realtor.com forward slash profile. Welcome to the Real View podcast, where Ohio realtors connect you to innovators and influencers, keeping you with the real view of real estate. Whether you're a broker, agent, first-time homebuyer, industry leader, or just happen to stumble upon our podcast today, you can expect to hear tips, tools, tricks, interesting information, and so much more from the experts in Ohio's real estate game. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Real View Podcast. I'm your host, Allison Wiley. Joining me today is our very special guest. He is the 2023 Ohio Realtors Realtor of the Year from Columbus, Ohio. Michael Jones, welcome onto the show and congratulations on your achievement. Thank you. Thank you, Allison. Thank you very much for having me. And I'm certainly honored to be the Realtor of the Year for Ohio Realtors. Yeah, we are. We are too. And such a deserving honor. We're, we were very excited to pass that along to you and have you go into our Realtor of the Year Hall of Fame. And we're going to talk about you winning that award, what that meant, what that day was like in a little bit. But I always like to start with background story, history on you getting started in the industry. Everyone has a story to tell. So why don't you tell us how you got started in the real estate industry? Was this always something you wanted to do? And what has your career journey been like? Certainly wasn't something that I uh, thought about as a, as a youngster in school or even while I was in college. It was something that kind of evolved after I started working in the real world. Uh, I was working selling insurance. And had, I guess, uh, a desire to do something different. And one of the things that hopefully we'll have an opportunity to talk about a little bit later is just me being a people person. And I think that kind of defines who I am. But in that regard, I kind of sought out something else. And I don't really know how I fell into real estate. It, It wasn't accidental. Everything happens for a reason. But I found myself, you know, doing real estate, starting real estate as a, as a part time job, part time career. And because I am a people person, it just kind of evolved into something more. And I got so busy at some point and having some level of success that I had to make a decision. You know, do you want to keep this job in in this insurance realm or do you want to uh, go with real estate? And had determined that real estate was quite a bit more rewarding, not only financially, but in terms of being able to see smiling faces from children in their new spaces and and families and and making impactful change for people. That's awesome. Thanks for for sharing a little bit more about you and and how you got started winning the award. So we announced this at our annual convention in Cincinnati this year and everyone's lined up. So all the realtor of the years are lined up, right? And in a line, all the local board winners um, are there and they're all candidates. What was going through your mind? Because the way that we announce it, we start going through some of the accolades and things that this person, you know, has done in their career. 
And did you, how long did it take for you to realize um, that it was going to be you? Or what was that moment like when when you realized, oh, my gosh, it's going to be me? <laughs> well, let's take a few steps back from that. Yeah. So as the night started, I'm a person that likes to understand what's going to happen. So, you know, I'm getting seated and everything and kind of looking at staff members because I'm assuming all the staff members know and kind of looking for somebody to kind of nod at me and yeah. give me some acknowledgement, <laughs> like, yeah, it was you or something and nothing. Everybody had a ghost face. We are sworn uh, to secrecy on it, like sworn. <laughs> I mean, it was unbelievable how you kept that in the vault. Everybody <laughs> did. But just kind of going through the night and just a little anxious, frankly speaking. I never dreamed it would be me, right? But just anxious with going through the process of even hearing somebody else's name called, right? Just anxiety a little bit. So going through that, and I like to plan, you know, I would have planned a speech or something. I just You just can't plan for that. But to answer your question more directly, standing in the line, uh, you know, as you said, people, they begin to describe characteristics or things about the person. And a lot of uh, my friends are in the front, like a Greg Rabcheck and Pete Koff, and they're looking at me in my face and I'm looking at them and I'm starting to make faces. And <laughs> as they continue to say certain things, it's like, winding down that this is probably going to be me. So truly excited. Uh, I was truly excited to, to hear my name called, truly excited to be recognized by my peers, by people in our industry, and among so many other deserving people, right? I was among, I don't know how many people there were. Were there 20 or there were significant number of people that would have or could have been selected. So just honored that that I was chosen as the one. Yeah, well, so so deserving. And it's funny because I was sitting at the front of the table, too, and I was watching Seth Task's face when he started to realize it was going to be you and his smile just he just lit up and, and it was really cool to watch the, the audience's reaction to that. And I think everyone standing ovation, I think it was and everyone was just so thrilled for you and so deserving again. And, and you. Um, you know, we're, we're we're happy to have you as an Ohio representative and congratulations on, on your awesome year. But one of the things we mentioned, you know, when we're describing this person and who the award winner is, is we go through the things that they do for their association, for their local boards and in their community. And yours, there was a lot that we said. Tell us a little bit about your involvement in your local boards, in the Ohio Realtors, in the National Association, your involvement in the community. Walk us through a little bit about what you do and why that's been so important to you. I think it's uh, it's been ingrained in me by my family, you know, generationally to be of service. You know, a lot of my family's been in service and, and uh, academia, education, and I just did it in real estate. I mean, for our so local association in Columbus, I've been honored to serve as a, a past president, served as president in 2021, probably started my leadership journey about halfway through my career path, so about 12 or 13 years ago, and uh, been in the business for, I think, going on 28 years now. Uh, it started with somebody asking, you know, that's always the, the famous thing, uh, and I always tell new leaders Make sure you ask. Don't don't take up residency in your leadership role. It is a borrowed uh, position, and you should treat it as such. But always be ready to ask somebody else. So again, it started with the ask, and because of nature, as I described earlier, I just kind of took to it. And being a person that likes to to accomplish things, to do things, and to see things better than before, improved upon. It just seemed like an organic way for me to be able to serve the industry. And we appreciate your involvement. I know you've, you've done 
so much throughout your your years, gave so much service to us in, in our industry, and I think it's stronger because of people like you. So thank you for all that you do and, and for giving back. You know, we talk about your involvements and all the volunteerism that you do. Plus, on top of being a top producer in, in real estate, how do you do both? What? How do you make that work? What's that secret recipe so that you're succeeding in your volunteerism and finding time to give back, but also still, uh, you know, being a business owner and, and selling real estate and being a realtor? How do you balance those two. So statewide, again, organically in, in my leadership role and seeking to be involved, I obviously moved forward and did things at the state level. I've served on several committees, chaired committees and uh, advisory groups, etc., and have been honored to do so. I think of myself as uh, somewhat of a thought leader and what would you call it? A consensus builder, uh, working with people and getting them, you know, to a to a goal or getting them to a certain point. So uh, I think I've enjoyed that quite a bit, working with Ohio realtors, being engaged and and providing thought provoking insight for leaders at the Ohio level. You know, I think that's really important. I think that nobody really leads in a vacuum, right? You need to have somebody to kind of deliver the message. But you also have to have people craft the message and and give you input so that you can better craft the message. So, uh, you know, I, I just enjoy being a part of that process, being able to be a part of, again, accomplishing something and, and making something a little bit better. Uh, looking to the state or excuse me, to the national. I'm trying to think when I got probably just about eight plus years ago or so I got involved at the national level. Previously, well, my first thing at the national level was probably serving as a federal political coordinator. I do that for the Honorable Joyce Beatty. I enjoy that tremendously. Uh, I actually refer to my role uh, as a real estate policy advisor. Oh, I like uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> I did that because when she got into office, she told her staff, she said, anything that comes up dealing with real estate, you make sure you reach out to Michael. And it was very interesting because she was new and they didn't even know who I was, right? I'm just this guy from Columbus and they're wondering, well, who's this guy that she's talking about? We have to reach out to him to understand or to get input from him. Uh, so it's more of a real estate policy advisor role that I serve rather than the, you know, the framed federal political coordinator role that is kind of defined and has guidelines and rules. Certainly I adhere to those, but I do something just a little bit more. So that was the first thing I did uh, for the National Association, then moved on to a couple of committees. Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting with the then CEO, Dale Stenton, and very kind guy. Uh, we got along nice. And after we met, we had dinner one night, got a note from him and then got a call from his office saying, what committee do you want to be on? And I thought to myself, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know really anything about any NAR committees. I, did, I hadn't even thought about it. So I asked a couple of people, what would you think? What would I be a good fit for? So my first committee to serve on was seems to be a somewhat coveted committee, the uh, Federal Taxation Committee. Not really my jam, but, you know, I made it work. <laughs> I think I did that for a year or two. Sometimes you just have to get your foot in the door to begin to serve and to understand and to participate more than anything else. Uh, from that point, more organically, I think I was drawn to the Equal Opportunity Committee because I'm all about helping the underserved, making sure that people are represented and and taken care of and generally just helping to help the underserved. Didn't really feel that that was 
where I belonged. I didn't feel like I was in serving in that group. I didn't feel like I was providing input, impact or anything. So I then moved on to Global Business Alliances Committee. And I've enjoyed that. I serve on that. This is my last year serving on that. I will probably go back in 2025, but taking 2024 off. Uh, heck, I'm the realtor of the year. I need a break. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, all seriousness. Well deserved. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, but seriously, uh, just kind of self-assessment, right? And and looking at where am I, where do I see myself, and just taking 2024 off from the national committees at NAR, but have truly enjoyed it. It's a very enriching, and I think it's very impactful for not only realtors, but for, but for what realtors are doing uh, globally. Uh, and I've been happy to be able to bring some of that knowledge and information back to Ohio and certainly even in Columbus. This episode of The Real View is brought to you by the Ohio Association of Community Colleges. Ohio's network of community colleges provides accessible training that accommodates the busy lifestyles of aspiring real estate professionals at half the price of a traditional university. With convenient locations in every part of the state, as well as online options, Ohio's community colleges are your smart choice for pre-licensing education. For more details or to start the journey to a real estate career, Visit the education page at ohiorealtors.org and then click on the pre-licensed course locations. You make a great case for why people should get involved in the value, you know, that it brings to not only you and your development, but to your association, to your communities. You just gain so much insight and knowledge into things that are happening, you know, beyond our borders, beyond our city limits. And it just really opens your eyes to, to so much more that I don't know that you would get in in doing anything else. So I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's a really the great thing about being involved in and being on those committees. So I want to go back to how you find time to do it all. And it sounds like 2024 is going to be a break from that, which is, which is well-deserved and, and totally understandable. But how do you balance all of that? Be serving on all of these different communities or committees, being involved in your community and running your business. I mean, how do you, how do you balance that? To be clear, 2024 will not be a break. Yeah. <laughs> 2024 will be a break from a national NAR committee. Yes, yes. But 2024, to answer your question more specifically, it's not easy but it is. You find time for anything that you want to do. And if you enjoy what you're doing, it's not really burdensome. If you're good at what you're doing, it's not really burdensome. So although it seems like a lot, and although it probably is an actual lot, it doesn't feel burdensome. Serving as Columbus Realtors president in 2021 was very interesting because it was amid COVID, amid some other things that were taking place in central Ohio. Uh, so it wasn't a very normal, if you will, time to serve. And during that time, we actually probably had to do more to serve to accommodate for, you know, uh, access and communication and all of those different things that you would normally have a prescribed way of doing. But now it's we no longer have these in-person opportunities and you still have to do all of these same things. So how do you do it? Like, for example, our our uh president's ball that year it was all via zoom mm, yeah <laughs> and i mean it was you know our, our uh, current ceo brent swander did an amazing job making sure that everything was set up so that we could have 
a fantastic presentation for all of the award winners, all of the new inductees as, uh, you know, as, as leaders. It was amazing, but it was a lot of effort, right? A lot went into that. So I'm grateful that, that everybody participated in that. But it was a lot, but it didn't feel burdensome, right? And I think that's the distinction. And I think there's a saying to that. If you enjoy what you do, you never work a day in your life. And I've always felt that way about real estate and no different in leadership, I don't think so. Yeah, no, that's a really great perspective to have. I think just how you approach things in your mindset to it. It's it's not necessarily like, oh my gosh, this is so overwhelming. I'm on 10 different committees and I have to go, you know, list a house and, and sell, you know, and be in closing meetings and all that. But it's it's your approach to it. And it's, you make time for the things that you care about and that you want to do. And I think that, you know, breaking it down like that may, doesn't make it seem so overwhelming <laughs> as, as it might seem. Um, if you look at it from an outside lens. And my uh, undiagnosed ADD probably needing <laughs> to do a thousand things at one time. I'm surprised I'm sitting here still now <laughs> and not looking at my phone, checking a message, sending a text. It's because this is such an inv- invigorating conversation. It is right? and engaging. I love it, <laughs> yeah. Allison. I love it. No, thank you. Um, what in your career are you most proud about or most passionate about or excited about? I know that that's a lot to think about. You said 28 years but if you had to pick what's been, you know, your your shining star on top of the Christmas tram in the holiday season here, clearly. But what is, what are you most proud of in, in your time in the industry? I don't know. As, as soon as I choose one thing, I'm going to think of something else. You could have multiple answers to that, too. It may sound a little corny, but I enjoy just being helpful. I appreciate recognition for being helpful. It's It's affirmation that what you've done is is the right thing. I'm a big believer in people. I'm questioning some some people now, not individuals, but just humanity and how how we're living and I don't want to digress too much down <laughs> that path. But I'm I'm a believer in people and I believe in supporting people. I believe in providing for the needs of people. And I do that with real estate. I do that when I help somebody buy a house. I do that when I help somebody lease a space in a commercial building. I do that in a number of different ways in the in my career, but I also do it even as at Ohio Realtors. You know, hopefully, uh, as I started with this, hopefully somebody hears something that's inspirational for them and helps them to take the next step towards leadership, towards you know greater production or whatever it is that they they see themselves doing at some point. It's about the people. It's about the people. I can't stress that enough. So. Uh, being able to be in a, a leadership role and, and serve and help folks, very rewarding. Uh, and again, the affirmation or confirmation for me that I've done it, you know, through recognition like this, that's that's what makes me smile. Is that what keeps you motivated too? to keep going through the hard times, through things that come up, especially, you know, the challenges that are facing you know, our industry and in our association, I mean, we, we all know what's going on. Is that kind of what keeps you motivated and grounded through all of this is just being there for the people for making those dreams come true or what keeps you motivated? So I'm a, a grandfather of three. Oh, congratulations. Thank you very much. And even my daughter, you know, a lot of people, colleagues know my daughter because they remember her always being a part of everything that I did throughout my time in real estate. And now I have grandchildren and now I'm approaching being comfortable, being super comfortable, I should say, being a grandparent. So I'd say it's more for them. It's not, a, it's, 
It's not a direct impact to them, but everything I can do to improve the space where we live, uh, and I mean, when I say the space, I mean central Ohio, everything I can do is an indirect benefit to them, uh, I think. And that's what motivates me. I, I wish my grandchildren were old enough to come, you know, to uh, I, I'm realtor of the year also for Columbus. Congratulations. Thank you very much. And that's coming up. I wish my grandchildren were old enough to understand that and to to kind of come to the ceremony and see that. And that that's what motivates me. And and I mean, but not in a selfish sort of way, but just in a, a role model sort of way, again, to provide something for my 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 loved ones to say, I want to, I aspire to be more, I aspire to do. So that's what inspires me is, is being the best papa that I can be. And I'm more driven by that now than, you know, sales production or, you know, anything like that. I am looking to 2024, expanding real estate, doing more land development and commercial real estate, um, coupling that with what I already do in residential and we'll see, just like I had to make a decision with uh, insurance or real estate, maybe I'll make a decision that commercial and land development is probably uh, a better path for me. We'll just see. Interesting. Well, that was going to be, you know, my ending question is what's what's next? What can we expect from Michael Jones and you and you moving forward? So it sounds like you already have some things you're thinking about and, and some ideas into where you want to grow and develop next. So We'll be excited. We'll be watching and be excited to to see uh, what you do. I'm sure whatever it is you decide, you'll be amazing. And let's talk a little bit about the current market and opportunities and, and things you know that that we should be thinking about as we head into 2024. What are you seeing from your side? We know kind of some of the challenges and things that we're facing, but there's also opportunities that still exist in our industry and and as being realtors. From your perspective, what are you seeing out there that that we should be thinking about keeping an eye on? or um, that you're really excited about when it comes to our industry? I'd say the, the industry is always evolving, right? We, we left MLS books to go to the internet and all of these other things. And I know I sound archaic when I say <laughs> that, but those were evolutions. The evolution that we're going through now, I think is going to be one of the most earth shattering, if you will, uh, evolutions that real estate has ever undergone. Certainly in my time, fr- time frame, real estate itself, will be the same. That's a constant. But how people do it will be very different. I think realtors have an opportunity from a professionalism standpoint to step up and to be distinguished. If you don't, you you could suffer. And I think the industry, the realtor industry can suffer a bit. We're in a we're in a in a space now that I think people are in our our realm of real estate and they're not professional, but the consumer doesn't know that. The, re- the, the consumer sees them in our realm and they see us all the same. They see this sea of real estate people in this realm of real estate. Who do I choose? Which direction do I go? Which path do I take? You know, do I take this wholesaler's call and, and sell my house that way? Do I buy this house off of a website? You know, there's so many options and opportunities. It's going to take a lot for the realtor to continue to distinguish themselves, but do it in a way that is not only memorable, but it's like a clear-cut choice. We need to be able to set things up so that when people say, oh, I have five options, well, there should be a clear, clear-cut choice. You know, sometimes people look at it, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example where 
you have five options and one is clearly the standout winner. We need to do that in real estate as realtors specifically. Uh, just don't be in the realm of real estate with everybody else, but be at the top of it. It'll it'll be interesting how things evolve and you know I'll have to continue to see how I distinguish myself. But I think professionalism is the one thing that we can always go back to by supporting one another. And that's, again, not not standing on your own, but standing on the shoulders sometimes of others and making sure that your colleagues that are doing the right thing are doing the right thing. So I think that's where we can do it. Um, separating ourselves from the realm of people in real estate and making sure that we have professionalism as our paramount focus. No, absolutely. I think it's it's a big opportunity, you know, we have to make ourselves stand out, as you said, to kind of hang our hat on what makes us special, what makes us invaluable to a client. You know, this is a time where we can show that off, where we can be proud of that. And we should be singing that from the rooftops and living it as well as, you know, putting ourselves out there. I think if we're if we're living and breathing that we believe for the professionals that we are, that it's a really big opportunity. And and I agree with you. You know, I think things things are going to change. But if we remain committed and focused to our professionalism, to the service that we provide to our clients, that that we're going to come out just just fine. Any last bits of advice before we wrap up here today or pieces of wisdom you want to share with all of our uh, listeners? I would say invest in yourself and believe in people. Well, this is great, Michael. Thank you so much for coming on today, for sharing a little bit more about you and, and the great work you do. Congratulations on an amazing 2023, and we can't wait to see what's next for you. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure to kind of have this chat with you and Look forward to what's next. Yeah, absolutely. And to all of our listeners, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be back with you next week. Thank you for listening to The Real View. That wraps up today's episode. You can keep up with the latest on the podcast at ohiorealtors.org slash The Real View and on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Have questions, comments, or suggestions? We want to hear from you. Email us at podcast at ohiorealtors.org. We'll see you next time.